Good morning. It is day 13 since the fire, and I recognize it as a privilege to be able to say that life is strangely normal. Um, I have spent the last uh, 13 days or so um, just kind of sitting with and dealing with my new reality um, changes since I last reported. We have moved out of the motel, hallelujah, <laughs> into a um, into a hotel suite with a living room and a bedroom and a kitchen and a bathroom instead of just living in one giant room with a microwave and a bathroom. So that is a welcome change and also the reason why life has resumed to some semblance of normality. Um, and as ever, I am um, making home wherever we are. Uh, so I added a few little touches of my own to um, kind of give that homey feel for my daughter. So I got some throw blankets because um, we were freezing. We had so many around um, the house that were that I had bought or were given to us as gifts. Um, and really added that cushly vibe to the entire place. Um, but I here we just had the comforter on the bed, and I didn't want to unmake the bed to bring the comforter to the living room or wherever. So we were just kind of freezing for three or four days until that was like enough. <laughs> so I spent uh, $30, maybe less, less than $30, maybe like $25, um, to get some nice, soft, comfy throw blankets. And it has made all the difference in, um, our small little world here. Um, yeah. So let's see. Where else are we? Um, there's really no like guide to how to deal with life after a fire, especially if you're in an apartment. Um, like I've YouTube, my dictionary for everything, my go to internet source is surprisingly sparse when it comes to how to recover from a fire. Um, the few videos that I have found have been people recovering from home fires. Um, but the rules of engagement change when it's an apartment. Um, I am extremely, extremely, extremely God blessed to be fortunate enough to have had renter's insurance. There was only one other person, um, in my section, I don't know about the building, but only one other person in my section that had renter's insurance. Um, but 
everyone else was just very suddenly homeless and sleeping with family or just starting over. Um, and one thing that I have found out during this time is that if that does occur to occur in your life, you do have some rights as a tenant. Um, the apartment complex should cover you, should rehouse you, um, especially since it's not your fault. Their insurance company should have the coverage to rehouse you and also offer you um, first, offer you first, um, first dibs on the newly remodeled apartment. You have 30 days to accept it and then they can relet it to someone else. But my apartment company has been banking on the fact that everybody is just, um, uneducated. And so they have not offered anything and any questions that I ask, they kind of just shut down. And, uh, I mean, like, Honestly, you could not pay me to live there again, me or my daughter. And I'm actually kind of wary in general about living in an apartment again. I did not, I wasn't too keen on it in the beginning because we were attached to other people's choices, whether it was them smoking inside their apartment or what they were cooking or whether or not they were arguing um, or playing music really loudly, we were attached to their choices. And I was not comfortable with that, but I never in a hundred thousand years would have thought that a fire would be the thing that pushed us out of there. And um, there were units actually with fireplaces and we chose not to live in that section because I did not want to have to deal with a fire. <laughs> Um, and my daughter is very, I have lighters all over the place and, um, candles and everything. And she is just super responsible and was all made me keep them in one, one section for fire safety and was very like, you know, candles would burn for a couple of hours and then she was going around blowing them out. <laughs> Um, cause you're not supposed to let, can you're supposed to let candles burn for like three to four hours max. And then you're supposed to blow them out. Most people that like candles, we just let them burn down all the way. Um, but she was very much fire safety girl in that respect, always making sure that the, um, smoke alarms had enough, uh, batteries in them and were attached and everything. And so to, um, to have a fire caused by someone else and not even um, an accidental fire, but a, a fire on purpose, arson, was just unbelievable. And um, when we were in the, when we were just nightly paying for a motel to stay in, I was just in kind of a survival mode and just trying to um, just trying to make it every day and didn't have enough time to just really stop and think about it. But since we have, um, moved into a place that is a lot more inviting or just able to take a break and breathe and relax a little bit, 
the trauma of it has been coming out. Um, my daughter's been like is on the worst sleep schedule. She's trying to rebalance right now. Um, but she's been having anxiety in the middle of the night and or sounds will make her think that a, a fire's coming. Um, so we've been trying to readjust to that. We're taking um, a lot of magnesium and L-theanine and some GABA um, and some lemon balm, just trying to balance ourselves out. And that's been managing her anxiety really well. Um, I got another blend. They were out of the calm magnesium that we'd been taking. So I got a blend that has melatonin in it, <clears throat> which she's really against the melatonin. And I appreciate the fact that she's against melatonin because your body produces it naturally. Anyway, people abuse it. They take it every single night, and then when it stops working for them, they take a higher dose and a higher dose and a higher dose, and really something like melatonin should only be a short-term usage to rebalance you, and then you should let your body go back to producing that for you. You don't ever want to take away something that your body does naturally with something that you're supplementing um, in terms of of a sleep aid like that. Um, and a lot of times when you go to the higher doses, you're actually doing yourself a disservice because you're, um, throwing your body into a, a, with, when you're dealing with homeopathics, like a li the less medicine or the less, the lesser amount of a supplement you can take is the more potent amount. So when you're dealing with um, pharmaceuticals, you can take a, like if you're dealing with something like oxycodone or something, you can take a little bit of that and you can feel good. And you can take a little bit more of that and you can feel better. And you can take a little bit more of that and you can feel really good. You know, your body's getting high, but each effect is kind of like making you like, ooh, you know, until you can overdo it and get to the point of addiction where now your body requires that level of feel good to function. But when you're dealing with homeopathics, it really goes the opposite way. The tiniest dose that you can take is really the most effective dose. If you decide like, oh, that tiny dose was amazing. Let me double it. You're really going to put yourself in a miserable place because homeopathics are to balance the body. And when you take too much, you're now out of balance again. And so you're going to feel miserable. So a lot of times people will come and they're taking the one milligram dose of melatonin and then they decide that, you know, that one milligram dose, they might be waking up in the middle of the night. So then they switch to the five milligram or the 10 milligram, and then they're really unable to fall asleep because their body is now unbalanced. You now have too much melatonin. It's not going to make you sleep soundly through the night. Whereas, you know, and a lot of times the people that are doing this are people that are not allowing their bodies a way to shut down naturally. You could cue the melatonin in your body simply by turning the lights down in your house. We have round-the-clock electricity, and a lot of people have the lights on, like the brightness of the sun 
all day long. And then when it's time to go to sleep and they shut off all the lights, they just want their body to shut down. But your body doesn't work that way. Your body works with the rhythm of the sun and the moon. And so when the sun is going down, it's signaling to your body that it's time for you to go down. But if you've got lights on that are the brightness of the sun and then the artificial lights of television or um, electronics, tablets, computers, video games, that blue light is sending your body a signal to be stimulated and awake. It's never going to shut you down naturally, even with the amber light. The amber light on the tablets, it just it, it doesn't work. It's supposed to simulate that for you and give your body that shutdown, but your brain is still being stimulated on so many levels that it's not getting the cues to shut down. So instead of upping your dose of melatonin, you could um, start turning down your lights. Like, you don't have to live in complete darkness, but maybe, you know, if you've got uh, two lamps and an overhead light on, maybe turn off the overhead lamp. And then maybe in 30 minutes or an hour, turn off one of the lamps. And then when you're, you know, like an hour, half an hour before the time you know you want to go to sleep, turn off the TV shut off your devices, read a book, have a cup of tea, maybe take a bath, and then turn off that last light. And then here's something that we have a really uncomfortable time doing. Like if I try to get my daughter to do this, it will throw her into a fit of anxiety so bad that she won't sleep all night. But just laying in the dark, like turn off the lights <laughs> and lay in the dark. Like, just lay there. Let your body, like, just shut down. Don't, like, get, don't get up. Like, your body is just relaxing and getting to the state that we are laying down here. One thing that I can do to ease that for her is I can play some uh, meditative music for us as worship. It used to be, we used to listen to Hong, um, to Hong drummers. H-A-N-G. We used to listen to a hong drum meditation before going to sleep. Um, we used to listen to affirmations before going to sleep. Now we listen to, um, we listen to a, um, uh, it's a YouTuber, Dappy T Keys, D-A-P-P-Y T Keys. And he does worship songs and um, and just play scriptures and different things. And so that's a way that calms her down and gets us to settle. We've done, um, what is it? We've done, uh, why can't I think? Do podcasts. We've done those before, but the problem with listening to podcasts, especially the ones for children, is they're really, really short, and a very loud commercial comes in between each of them, which is honestly the reason why I started doing a podcast at all, was so that uh, my daughter would just have my droning voice speaking, and she could fall asleep to it, and... Um, there would not be a loud, disruptive commercial going on. So that's my melatonin supplement rant. Sorry for that. You're welcome. Domo. Doitashimaste. Did I say that right? Nah.
Doi Tashamaste. Yeah. So, today is an exciting day because I get the gift of sight back in my life. I lost not only my main pair of glasses, but also my backup pair of glasses. And this is the longest I've been without glasses in 20 years. And my eyes are just like not having it. Um, So I'm really excited to go pick up my frames today. I did something way outside the box and got purple frames, which is just weird. Just weird. I was going to ask if I own anything purple, but I own nothing right now. So... (laughs) So I definitely do not, but, um, I tried, I usually get like black, black and white frames of some sort and maybe a tortoise. Um, but all of the glasses that I was trying on and like maybe a cat eye or something, all of the ones that I was trying on just did not look right on me. I thought I was going to be a clear acrylic frame girl. I am not. They look like lab glasses on me, like I'm about to do some kind of scientific experiment. And these purple glasses, like each time I put on a pair of purple frames, they looked amazing on me and I was so annoyed. Um, And I also couldn't see because I don't have glasses, so I couldn't tell if they looked good or not. But then finally, I just liked the, the weight of them and the shape of them and the way they looked so purple rectangle glasses here I go um so I'm on my way to get those and then um there is a new black owned coffee shop that I'd never heard of or seen before that we're gonna check out um they make some really interesting um coffee art that I've never seen like I've never seen anywhere. I've never seen anyone do it. So, um, that'll be really interesting. And let's see, trying to find a place to live, trying to find a city. I'm really just thinking now is a good time to get out of this country altogether. Um, so, trying to figure out how to do that. I am flunking Norwegian, which is, Norway would be like my number one spot to want to go, but I am loving Japanese, and I'm just like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) What are you doing? Um, So, yeah, country shopping, apartment, house shopping, house shopping. Had a dream about owning chickens last night, so... Um, house shopping to see what is out there. Um, Renting, not buying, though I did see an interesting lease to own option last night that had um, interesting because of the land attached to it would be perfect for chickens and gardens, but it's in the city and I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if God wants me out of the city. I don't know if I want out of the city. Um, so, I don't know, that's where we are today, going to a coffee shop, picking up glasses, probably gonna pop by Whole Foods and get a vegan pizza, and call it a day, whoa, um, yeah, but I hope 
you all are doing well. Um, sending out positive thoughts and prayers to Norway following that catastrophic um, murder spree that happened uh, yesterday, I guess two days ago by the time you hear this. Um, but not cool, but also highlights that guns are not the issue. Um, <laughs> as my situation can show, people with undiagnosed uh, or untreated mental issues or spiritual issues um, or anger issues just, you know, are as capable of violent acts as people with guns are. Um, so, yeah, y'all stay safe out there. Be kind to people. Like, you just never know where people are in their heads and what can be the thing to make them finally snap <laughs> and listen to the voices that are trying to get them to be destructive. So be kind to one another out there in these streets, out there in these streets. And I will uh, talk to you all soon as a seeing girl once again. All right. Love you. Bye-bye.